your YouTube has to also say that spread the same message. What is that message? That Craig is all about excellence. So you can either promote your three-step process to excellence, or you could just use it internally for yourself. But what you need to know is when you're creating a video con a piece of video content, it has to either fit into betterment, benevolence, or freedom, because it always has to do with excellence. If it doesn't have to do with excellence, then it is not your brand. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Marketer Podcast. We believe that a successful, scalable real estate business requires three things, a brand that sells, systems and automations to accomplish more with less energy, and lead generation strategies that are built to scale. Here at Inbox, we call this a scale engine. Every week, I interview a different realtor and help them find their next big opportunity live on air by following this three-step scale engine framework. And today, we have Craig. Craig, how are you doing today? How you guys doing? Doing good, Oliver. Thanks for having me on, but Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Like I tell every every one of our guests, there requires a certain level of vulnerability to open yourself up live on air. Obviously, there's a lot of people going to be listening to this. So I appreciate you kind of opening up, sharing uh, with us what's actually going on in your business in advance. So let's kind of start um, with like a, a 10 foot high level overview of what's going on in your business. Tell us a little bit about yourself, both personally and professionally. Uh, so a little about myself. Um, I just had a birthday, 36 years old, single dad, one kid. Um, my, my son is basically my why and the reason why um, I started real estate. Um, I believe in any kind of entrepreneur career, your why is very important because that's what keeps you going and keeps you motivated. Um, I've been a realtor for about, um, I'm from New Jersey, uh, primary South Jersey is my territory. Um, I can go into Central Jersey as well. I've, I've, I've been that far uh, in my career. I've been a realtor for about six years now. Um, been with different brokerages, you know, uh, big names. You know, everyone knows, like I've worked with Keller Williams, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, um, Remax. And I'm currently with Romano Realty, which is a more of a local boutique brand, I would say. Uh I've, I've, I've been around the uh, the real estate world, I would say. I mean, I'm very, very knowledgeable. I took a home inspection course about two years in, so I'm very well-fast in um, educating first-time buyers and um, talking them off of the ledge when we got to go through the home, home inspection process. Um, I was a team leader. I had a team um, last year and the year before, um, starting out 2023, um, taking a step back to focus more just on building my business, getting my brand together a little bit. And then I may get back into the team um, aspect, but right now just the team aspect wasn't something that was for me. Um, I do still believe in the, uh, the benefits of having a team and leveraging um, efforts. And yeah, and I uh, just to piggyback and add a little bit about how I met Oliver and becoming a part of Innobox. So I've been an Innobox member for about a year now maybe a little less. I think I started um, like the first quarter of last year. Um, I know I'm on this podcast, but I'm still going to big up Oliver. It's been a phenomenal experience. You know, he's taught me and just opened me up to so many different ideas. Uh, you know, it's one of those things as a realtor, understanding the importance of time blocking and just being consistent. And I would say that's what Innerbox helps you focus on. And I'm not, I'm not the best at it, but that's the point of 
working through the business woes. You, you know, you figure out what you're not, you know, doing as great and just try to be more consistent in turning that weakness into a strength. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Craig. Um, so let's let's dig into a little bit. Um, there's a couple of things that I, I like about your story here. Number one is is your son is your why. That's obviously going to be really important. And you mentioned that your why is going to be very important as in, in any kind of career specifically or more more in, more in particular, I would say entrepreneurship, but really with anything, your why is going to be extremely important. Right. Um, South and Central Jersey is more your area. Um, you took a home inspection course, which for me kind of shows the willingness to kind of grow and scale on your own accord, which is why I would, I mean, a lot of what we do here at Innerbox is, is we talk about being a real estate business owner instead of a real estate agent. And I feel like you kind of already had that mindset. Um, I mean, well before we started working together also, which is awesome. So you were a team leader and in this year you kind of decided to step back and focus on your solo business. What what were some of the reasons, number one, that you wanted to become a team leader? And then what were some of the reasons that you decided to step back and, and, and try solo? So, I mean, prior to real estate, I've always had that entrepreneur spirit. So I, I worked in like uh, for like multi-level marketing. Let's just call it that multi-level marketing companies. And that's when I learned the, the value of um, I don't even want to call it recruitment, but just not doing everything on your own. You know, if you're able to uh, train, develop and teach someone how to do other aspects of the business, it's less that you have to do. And, um, you know, and then in terms of income, income still it's coming in. You're, you're leveraging your 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 education. You know, some people when I took that home inspection course, for example, I'm a lot more knowledgeable and um, confident when I'm speaking to a first time home buyer, when I'm going over a, a, a home inspection or something like that versus a, a first agent, you know, someone that's been an agent for one or two years, not used to overcoming objections and used to seeing what they're going to, you know, what's going to be on the report. Um, so I would be able to put my mind into another agent. I can't do it 100 percent because they didn't take the course. But I can try to educate the best that I that I can. Um, can I just I want to stop you there because I want to yeah. understand what you mean. You said you're able to put your mind into another agent. Can you can you clarify what you mean by that? Uh so I I'll give you an example. Um, I, I when I for with my teammates, we would have like mock training, and I believe if you start out with a buyer, I always do a buyer consultation, and my consultation is probably about forty five minutes to an hour. During this, I'm going over what to expect, you know, in the real estate transaction. I'll go over the contract. Everybody wants to know about those terms. But at least 30 to 40 minutes of my consultation is spent only on home inspection. The home inspection aspect of the contract, uh, what are their rights, you know, in um, dealing with an inspection. Um, so once I get I've, I've gotten so used to having that conversation that my teammates, I'm, I'm teaching them to approach every buyer the same exact way. You know, I, I, it just goes such a long way. And then actually, when you actually get to the home inspection, they're not so much on edge or, or on eggshells worried about, you know, the smallest thing because you've already kind of primed them and let them know what to expect. So that's what I meant. Okay. So, okay. So there's a lot of, of first time home buyers that you're kind of talking about working with first time home buyers, the fact that you went through this home inspection course kind of helps as you in your 
your words were kind of help push them over the ledge and make make that it helps me like verbally like because home inspectors their job 50 percent is is number one to cover themselves for liability you know because you're leaving yourself open anybody can come back and just point finger to the home inspector so 50 percent is liability coverage the other 50 percent is just general information they're not licensed experts gotcha so once i you know, it's the terminology when I'm speaking to the client and I'm letting them know, like, hey, you're going to it's going to be World War Three on that home inspection report. I'm, I'm letting you know that now. But understand, they're not a general expert. If you are have a concern, you know, you're going to probably have to pay a 100 bucks to a plumber for a service call to have them come out and evaluate exactly what's being pointed out. And once you hear it, the, the response come from a licensed expert versus the home inspector, gotcha. it brings the the senses down a little bit. It's like, oh, it's not as bad as the home inspector made it. It's their job to make it like that because they have to be as general as possible. They can't make a statement and they're putting a foot in their mouth. They're not licensed. Okay. So which type of, like, which demographic, I'll, I'll ask then, do you enjoy working with the most? Hmm. Good question. I'm I'm 36, so I would say basically anyone around my age, you know, uh, either you're a first-time buyer or you're in your second round. You know, you're, you're you're selling your first home, and you're looking to buy up. So, if we had marketing term, would that be millennials? Millennials and Gen Gen Y? I mean, I I, I suppose so. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say probably like older millennials. I'm not. Yeah. What's the name? Adina Schlesinger, I think her name is. She had a uh, a, a special on Netflix. I believe it was called Elder Millennial. Yeah. Her name, but I think that's kind of what you're talking about. So the elder yeah. millennials, as it were. I mean, it's I, you asked me, am I comfortable? So comfortability. Those are the people I can relate to the most. We're going through the same kind of life, you know, life situations. We have kids. You know, we we just relate a lot more. So I can have not just business conversation, you know. Right. So it's more that it's it's much more just about your ability to kind of have a conversation. Obviously, you can talk to anyone, but it's your ability to have a conversation with them in a way that is you're talking about the same stuff. Like relate, yeah, same relatability stuff. is definitely a good way to just secure loyalty to you as because, you know, I don't I don't me personally. I don't believe I've never done it. I don't believe in having buyers sign like an exclusive buyer agreement. Typically in New Jersey, that's a document that holds the buyer to you um for a specific amount whatever is mentioned in the contract i don't believe in doing that why not um because i i feel once i have my consultation and i present my value should be good enough that you you know it's i differentiate my, myself from others and i just expect loyalty you know the ones gotcha. who want to work with me work with me and the ones that don't you know just don't that's fine so yeah i'm cool with that so so the way that as you kind of mentioned the idea that you have right now is you're not interested in tying somebody in, as it were. You're interested in being the top of mind person anyway. That the buyer consult, that the um, BRA, the buyer representation agreement, isn't really going to accomplish a whole lot anyway, other than maybe turning these people off. Which means, by the way, that in order to scale this, um, not so different really than anybody else, but I think very much so in your in 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 your strategy, there's going to be a lot of emphasis being put on content, on community on kind of value being given first um, because that is really what's going to 
I guess, connect them to you. It's not really yeah. just going to be you sign on the dotted line with me, therefore you have to work with me. It's you've been working with me consistently. You've seen the value that I continuously put forward. And so by the time you're going to work with somebody, it's a no-brainer. That's kind of how we've got to approach this. Yep, exactly. I agree. Okay, so let's look at where you are right now and where you want to be. Let, like, First off, where are you right now in your business? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm be honest. I'm kind of in the stalemate. I've been a little stagnant with... I mean, we've talked before on our private coaching calls coming out of 2022, you know, the team, the team part, the team aspect of my business really drained me a lot. You know, any if anybody understands leading other individuals, it's very important to have the right people around you, because if you don't, what's going to end up happening is, you know, I, you give more of yourself and then you don't have enough energy and time for your own self, you know. And then you get burned out when you give someone a task and then it's just not followed through. It's very, it'll be very simple and it just has to just not done whatsoever. Um, so I lost focus a little bit, not, not extremely a loss of focus because I still, you know, did, you know, good numbers, I would say um, in terms of volume, but where I wanted to be is I was looking to double my numbers from last year. And I didn't, I just, I basically did the same exact production, maybe 500,000 more than what I did the year before. So your question, where would I want to go this year? I want to double my production. I did about four and a half million in sales last year in 2022. I want to get to 10 million by myself and I know I can do it. It's just, it just takes some focus and commitment. Gotcha. Okay. So, what needs to happen in order for you to get to that 10 million? Like how much is a, what's the average house price in, in your market? I would say like 250, maybe no more than, cause I mean my average on all my sales, cause I can sell a house for 500, 600, but then I'll have five at between two and 230. So that brings the average down. So I would say my average is around 250. Okay. Which means that we're going to need approximately four, a lot of a lot of units. Let's just say forty. Sorry, forty. Yeah, we'll yeah. need approximately forty transactions then. Mm -hmm. So, your question was, how can we get there? So, I've been taking, still in the baby stages, and I really got to put the gas to it. I, that was a promise to myself in twenty twenty three. The ideas I've been getting from in a box, different individuals that you've brought in. I I am going to start my my YouTube channel. Um, that's biggest thing that I saw as I can I can get a lot of leads that way I majority of my business now is hundred percent basically social media and referrals I've I don't pay for leads um, it's not that I don't believe in it it's just I'm not at the point to just waste money and I don't I just you know I agree with you. We've actually spoken about this, I think, in the past. I agree with your decision not to pay for leads yet. I mean, I, like I've said, we've spoken about this, but it's not like leads are a bad thing, but mm -hmm. you've got to be in a position where you're willing to lose a few thousand dollars before you see anything in, re in return. And you've got to be willing to be patient about six, seven months. Like once it starts building up, once you have an, a whole flow from start to finish, yeah, but it takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of work to kind of get to that point. I agree with you. I don't think you're there yet. I think focus yeah, is probably the biggest thing. So you said, so let, okay, let's break this down a little bit. So you've got $250,000 of transaction, which means that approximately 40 transactions will get you to your goal, which is fine. Um, just full disclaimer. I, I think that I don't know what the market's going to look like in 2023. 
Um, I, I anticipate that 40 transactions this year is going to be harder than 40 transactions last year. I think the goal this year, as much as 40 transactions is a big one, but it's to set up all of the systems and everything in place so that even if you didn't hit 40 transactions this year, next year, you'd have a lot easier time setting that up. And I think that your head's in the right path, right track by saying YouTube channel, for example, that's going to be a big one. Right. Because so if, yeah, if, if we relate back to what you were saying before about the not needing really to sign a BRA, the only reason you can get away with that is because you're providing so much value so consistently that it's a no brainer. Of course, they're going to work with you. But you need to be cons providing that value consistently enough so that it is a no brainer because not signing a BRA because you're providing so much value is a nice idea in theory. But if you don't execute on that value, which you're doing right now and we need to kind of scale that up but if you hypothetically weren't providing on that value then that i'm not going to make you sign a bra strategy doesn't work you know what i mean understood okay so the youtube channel is going to be a big one as well we're going to get into that in a moment i know you said that you have a facebook group as well what's happening with the facebook group right now uh it's not it's it's active i'm not as creative i would say within the facebook group um i'm just sharing activity um, but I am like, I'm not even going to say delayed. I just didn't have a lot of activity to just always be uh, placing in there. And the only activity that is even being shown is being done by me. No one else participates inside of the Facebook group. Gotcha. Okay. So on this call, what I want to do is as follows again. I'm much more focused on how to make sure that you have a consistent flow of leads coming in, that you're consistently providing that value. Um, and I think that when we get the systems in place to make these strategies happen as easily and simply as an effective and as effectively as possible for you, then those 40 transactions, the 10 million, let's say of volume either this year or next year, will just continue to get easier and more and more and more. And that's really what scale looks like. Right. So I think there's two things really that need to happen. And I think the two things that need to happen are your YouTube channel and your Facebook group. Okay. It's just that consistent value. It's consistent content. The great news is that your YouTube channel and your Facebook group also will bleed into your actual social media strategy. So for example, let's say like this video right, right now that we're doing, this goes onto my YouTube channel, it goes into my podcast. It also goes into my Facebook group as a Facebook live. I'll have the video footage to send to a video editor to break down into multiple reels. When you do one thing in one area, it's very easy to kind of repurpose that. And that's really what I want to talk about because I want you to be able to accomplish more, but also work less. Uh, music to my ears. <laughs> okay. So let's look at the people that you want to target right now, because I think to create a Facebook group, for example, where you're just shooting videos blindly, I suppose, like I'm all for throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. But I think right now, as you mentioned, focus is really important. So you said that you prefer working, let's say with, you did say first or second time home buyers, but I would more, I would specify more, it's the type of person. It's the demographic. It's the age of that person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what are people, because your demographic, your avatar is someone such as yourself. What are you from a real estate perspective? Let's go pretend you weren't a realtor. So let's say Craig in another life wasn't a realtor. What type of stuff would you be interested as it pertains to the real estate market? This is, I remember I had such a hard time creating this avatar. Um, business oriented. Um, I'm always pushing the envelope to think about the next um, entrepreneur, self-business self, self business idea. So, 
They don't have to be um, entrepreneurial like, but just just focused on goals. The importance of uh, family is uh, is a is a big pillar in their um, in, for their why. Um, Uh, an indiv uh, an individual who uh, takes pride in maybe being involved in the community. You know, if they're a they hold a title on on the school board or maybe a um, a political title. You know, within the community. Um, and then someone who has, I would say, children who are involved in activities. You know, whether it be sports, you know, uh, musical, you know, any extracurriculars after school, that's my ideal, I would say. Is that kind of? Yeah, rough? it is. And I'll tell you what, there's a guy, he's actually the name, I'm, I'm going to give you a name of a guy. He's a realtor in North Carolina. I've had like one conversation with him ever. Um, his name is um, Martin Sims, I believe. S-I-M-S, okay. -S, I believe. And I think the way that you're talking right now, reminds me of him and and and, I, and i've seen his content i think yours will look different just to be very clear but i think one thing that he's always talking about is he's talking about professional development self-development and again the execution of it with you i anticipate will look quite different in him but i think that there is something that is permeating through this demographic and everything that you're saying you're saying business oriented pushing the envelope entrepreneurship goals family why it's all about one thing it's about greatness and it's about greatness in your own way. I think that as a 36-year-old Craig, realtor or not realtor, I don't, let's say you were, I don't know, a plumber. You probably just wouldn't be working for somebody. And if you were, it would be with a goal of whatever that goal is. But it's pushing the envelope. It's greatness. How do I get better, better, better? Mm -hmm. And I think that the way that that pertains to real estate, it's not really so difficult to think of a way that real estate kind of helps you accomplish that. It could be financial independence it could even maybe instead of greatness you could call it freedom but whatever it is probably for me i'm thinking the way that you're describing your greatness would probably fit the bill more but if we're thinking about how to kind of accomplish this loftier goal than just purchase a home buy or sell a home what is that and i think greatness is probably the word that i would i would discuss do you kind of like the direction before we do dig into it a little bit more do you like this kind of idea this direction yeah. No, you're right. I would greatness. I was I had excellence in my head. So it's kind of like, yeah, same way. Yeah, I'll put that also. Excellence. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm gonna just talk grand and and I don't want you to take action on anything that I'm about to say, but I just want you to see, let's say, the finished product big picture. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say you've got a YouTube channel going on where you where you talk about excellence. You've got a podcast where you bring in different entrepreneurs in the area. You talk about excellence and greatness. And then you hold entrepreneurship summits in your area. You maybe have local business leaders talk to young, hungry entrepreneurs. And you're kind of operating this. And Craig now is this entrepreneur in the central South Jersey area that's just giving back to the community and helping people kind of accomplish their true potential and elevate themselves. And the way you do that primarily is through real estate. So it's all about self-development, self-betterment, um, self and freedom. And then what does freedom, what does self-development look like? All your entrepreneurship stuff. What does freedom look like? Real estate, purchasing your own real estate. That's kind of the idea of how I would monetize this idea of, I guess, this movement really of excellence. Okay. Does that kind of 
look profitable and implementable to you? In a sense, I'm still, it's, I'm, I'm trying to see it. It's kind of vague, but I'm, you know, it sounds okay. good, I would say. So it's, okay. So, I mean, I'm going to get really granular and really simple first. I just, I guess the big picture is if you were, let's say the leader of a, an, a community of young, hungry entrepreneurs that spoke about excellence and not only spoke about it, but actually did it and did the work and then kind of built this, I guess, community of excellence. And you kind of connected successful entrepreneurs with, with up and coming entrepreneurs. And you're the leader of that, of that community. Does that sound like something that would be profitable for you? Yeah, it would be easier. Um, well, when you say profitable, how, I'm just wondering I, I hear it. I just want to understand how the profit would be made. Like, am I yeah. charging them for advice? You know what I mean? So, okay. So this is where, this is where I don't know your demographic as well as you do. This is, this is why I'm asking you just to make sure, but the idea would be, the idea would be, um, let's say you prefer working with 35, 36 year old entrepreneurs, self-starters. They don't necessarily have to be entrepreneurs, but they're people who are committed to greatness and excellence let's say these are just the people that you resonate with then you start this community all that community is doing is it's introducing you to as many of these people who are in that same boat as you that you can just talk to more and more of these people and every single time you do anything it's craig craig realtor i'm, I'm a local realtor here and this is what i do and and you're just basically creating this environment of a whole bunch of like-minded people a lot of which are in a position to buy a home and it all kind of ties back so for example the youtube channel um, yeah, you could show homes, but well, this is actually a, a pretty cool idea also is you could talk about, let's say, why is it that pe that you do what you do? Um, I want to provide the best life for my family. So I want to show you this home right now. It's an absolutely sick home. Um, and just imagine being able to wake up every single morning and look out at this view right here. Like it, there, there are a lot of different ways that we could take it, but the main idea is you're building a community. You're making, you're, you're, you're positioning yourself as the leader of that community, and you're in, and you're getting connected with more and more people who are the types of people that you want to be working with, the types of people that you want to be doing business with. Makes sense. So it's almost like a backdoor approach, where instead of going to people saying, "Hey, do you want to buy a home?" You're building a network. You're building a community. And how do we? how do we let's say tightly relate that right back to real estate so that it's not like you're just creating a community that has nothing to do with real estate and then you're and then you're just going to somehow manage to sw swindle a conversation back into real estate we want to tie it back in really nice and tight if that makes sense it does okay so let's say again this is kind of i'm trying to build something right now as we're talking right now but let's say you were to create, for example, I don't know, the three steps of, 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 of excellence. And one of them is like the three, uh, three characteristics of excellence. And one of them is betterment. One of them is benevolence. And one of them is freedom. Let's say when it comes to freedom, it's all about owning your own place, purchasing your own properties and, and home ownership, really. So now you've created this method to what excellence actually looks like and right there at the top of it is freedom is home ownership now instead of basically promoting yourself as a realtor all the time 
you've now kind of flipped the switch where it's not, you're not talking about, do you want to buy a home? Do you want to sell a home? Because then you're kind of just talking to anybody who might want to buy or sell a home, but you've actually directly tied home ownership to a greater goal, whatever that greater goal is. In your case, it sounds like it would be excellence. Okay. Give me a little bit of feedback right now. I want to know what's going. You're, you're, I, I want to know what you're thinking about this, honestly. So I'm, it's, I'm, I'm not completely blank, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's just vague for me. Like I don't, I don't have it fully concentrated in to say, okay, I know exactly what I'll do when I hang up on this call. You get what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah. So I haven't really gotten so granular with your actual next steps, but before I do that, I want to know if. Again, I know it is kind of vague right now. I want to talk big picture and then break it down into smaller, smaller actionable goals. Well, I mean, because a lot of the stuff that I've, I just got to perfect and be consistent with. I'm calling it the basics, the basic stuff that I've learned through Inbox. You know, I'm I'm consistent with when when leads are coming in. I perfected. Okay, I, I have the funnels created, so we all know where you know we have to place them in. I'm at the stage now where I need to create platforms and content and things like that to keep driving in the leads to flow into the funnels that I want. Yes. And that's that's my most concentrated area right now is just being getting that getting that done, being consistent and then just putting out good quality. Okay. So I like that you just said that because I think that this now allows me to kind of hone in to the area that is more practical to you. So everything that we've talked about is still hundred percent relevant. I'm just going to directly apply it to one thing. So when you talk about creating content, what contents are you going to be creating? Um, well, we, you know, I was already just, again, consistency is the word of, for this podcast because uh, it's up So social media content. I, I I'm, I'm consistent. I, I've created reels and then there's times where I will fall off. Um, I do have, um, you know, the, the itinerary that we kind of went over together for a Monday through Sunday kind of idea of what to place, put up there. Um, but I'm still learning. I'm still learning, you know, the algorithms, the best times mm -hmm. to put something up. Um, it's, it's, it's not a, what I've learned by doing it, it's not a right or wrong answer. You just got to do it and just be consistent. Um, have categories to talk about. And you so can what, what are those categories? Like for you right now, what we're looking at, what we're and and you could you could go back and see the stuff that you've already created, but I, right now I kind of want to protect. We'll start with a blank slate. Blank slate. Um, we're trying to create content for someone, right? So your person, like we just had another guest on the show, and 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 her person was, um, like I think it was like sixty-five-year-old Sally Smith, who's like a, a senior citizen. So the stuff for Sally Smith let's say, even if it's like I'm showing homes, like that would be one thing, maybe that could be for everybody. If you're creating content all about self-betterment and, and entrepreneurship and hustle and like, like, you know, it's a, uh, nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Like mm -hmm. the, the music in the back with like, I don't know, you're running along, Like Sally Smith doesn't care about that, but your person does. So I would say, so, okay. Um, Self-education. Um, health, uh, family, 
And these are when I'm saying this, I'm I'm still I like the 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 premise that that you gave me of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, you're, these are the categories that I will focus on on those specific days. And then that that's the umbrella. So if health is the umbrella, I could share. You know, it, it would be a, a motivation video of me in the gym, or you know, I'm sharing some information that I might have. You know, something I got from a doctor's office. You know, the importance of drinking water three times, you know, something that relates to your health and how it will impact you in performing in business mm -hmm. or in life in general. Um, family, there's four, South development. Family. Um, world well, news. Well, one second, because I, I want to make sure that the goal is not to just have a category for each day just because we need a category for each day. This is why I like the idea of the excellence, because if we break down excellence into a process, it makes it a lot easier for us to create content. So what's my scale engine process? There are three steps of it. You, you know them off the top of your head? I don't. Brand automate scale. Right. Three step process is brand automate scale. When I have to think of content, everything that I do either fits into brand, it fits into automate, it fits into scale. When I'm talking to you right now. Everything that I'm discussing in my head either fits into brand, it fits into automator, it fits into scale. Okay. So I have my own process. It's not just for you. My process is also for me to follow. It allows me to gather my thoughts. So as we were talking, the way that I stay on track, the way that I make sure that I'm not just kind of just throwing out fluff is by following my own process of brand automate scale. So right now we're trying to identify who it is that we're trying to target and what kind of information we're looking at. That is the first part. That's brand. More specifically, we're looking at messaging. And we're looking at marketing. So I know that in my head because I have that process that I follow. So your process, let's say, what I was talking about before, of your three steps to excellence, we said, or I'm just going to write something down here. We've got betterment. We've got freedom. And then we said, what was the last one? We said betterment, benevolence, I think we said. Benevolence, yeah. Betterment, benevolence. And freedom. And freedom. Like if you wanted to do some alliteration there, you could think of another, like a, a synonym for freedom that starts with a B if you'd like. But for the sake of this podcast, we're just going to say betterment, benevolence, and freedom. So I look at betterment. So we have self-education and family. Those were the categories that you gave me of different day, different things to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let me just look. Sorry, no. When, yeah, when we said betterment, we're looking at self-education, we're looking at health. So that's what I meant. Self-education and health are betterment. When we look at benevolence, we look at family. Uh, benevolence is family, like it's like your why. You said family. You were talking beforehand about community. Right? Mm -hmm. Talking about why. When you were talking about freedom, talk about finances. You could talk about like hustle let's say like baller like living like a baller you know what i mean yeah one second okay so i'm writing down words for each of these for each of these steps of your three-part process or shall we call it like the three steps towards excellence is betterment benevolence and freedom inside of betterment you've got self-education you've got health so that's two and throw in another one if you want inside of benevolence you've got family you've got community you've got why like mission let's say Inside of freedom, you've got talking about finances. You've got talking about like like um, your lifestyle, 
like just living it up. So now if we break it down into those three things, we've got seven days of the week, let's say. So every day fits is a new category around that. So we've just said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven here. We've got self-education, one, health, two, family, three, community, four. Um, Your why is five. Freedom is finances is six and then lifestyle is seven. So now we've got every single day our content revolves around or the person i'm targeting basically exactly it revolves around excellence mm-hmm. so i've literally got again so self-education health family community why finances lifestyle those would be your seven so now if we wanted to break it down also to create a real like to get really granular about this and it will be recorded like obviously this call is recorded so you could just go back and listen to this part here but if we're looking at, let's say, what type of content you're going to be posting, I love the idea of like a gym video, right? So let's yeah. say on Wednesday, every Wednesday, you do like a quick gym video of you working out, push-ups, boxing, whatever it is that you're doing. I think that's something that your avatar, which we have not yet named, which we won't do this on this call, but your avatar will appreciate that because your avatar appreciates excellence mm-hmm. and going to the gym is a part of it. Let's say self-education. You could do like a quote, let's say, from your favorite, from a book that you've read. Literally, anytime you're reading, just just bookmark a book, a, a quote that you like, and have like your own template inside of Canva or something that you literally just copy and paste the quote in there. Boom, stick it on. So now you've got a reel, you've got a post, and that's just of those those two, right? Family, you post a picture of your family. Community, you could have a video of you going around a community, like doing work for people, like literally just talk to the camera. Hey, I'm here at the local shelter and this is what we're doing. I believe families are really important. Community is really important to me. So if you haven't yet, ask yourself, what are you going to do this week to give back to your community? Right? Why? Whatever that looks like for you. Every week, talk about the importance of a why. You can even honestly, like, let's say, like even even honestly like let's say you're feeling like emotional your son's doing something like you post videos of your son playing basketball mm-hmm. that is your why like you're already doing why content like it doesn't matter if you like basketball or not because basketball doesn't have to do with excellence i mean maybe it does in a roundabout way but no excellence is your why your why in this case is manifested in your son playing basketball so now just be a little bit deliber- more deliberate with that content and recognize that your son playing basketball is either your family or it's your why. And then finances, like a different a, a different piece of financial advice every week. And I like, like for example, carousel format, right? Like three three steps to financial independence. Boom, boom, boom. And I don't know, but like you do one, you're only doing one of these a week, so it's not hard to think of a few different tips. I mean, go online, look it up anywhere. And right. then lifestyle. One of those, like I mentioned, nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Like you're, I don't know, running along the boardwalk or you're showing a beautiful home or something to just make you look like a stud. Cause that's another part of excellence. Like those are seven categories that we've just spoken about. If you break down each of those categories and you think, what content can I write? Can I create in each of these categories? And you plan that content ahead. And then becomes very, very, very easy for you to be posting every single day. Cause you I know, agree. it's right? the planning ahead part. <laughs> that's the part. Yeah, I think that I know we've made the social media calendar in the past. I think that obviously, as I mean, it's 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 not exactly a secret that your brand is going to be ever evolving. And so your brand now is different than the last time we spoke about last mm-hmm. time I had a one on one call about your brand. I would actually adjust that schedule that we created last time and create it more like what we're doing now. And it's all around excellence. Now, 
there's two more pieces that I want to talk about. We just spoke about, for example, Facebook, Instagram, all your social media content. Let's look at YouTube. Let's look at Facebook group. Okay. Your YouTube has to also say that spread the same message. What is that message? That Craig is all about excellence. So you can either promote your three-step process to excellence, or you could just use it internally for yourself to guide what you're doing. But what you need to know is when you're creating a video con a piece of video content, it has to either fit into betterment, benevolence, or freedom, because it always has to do with excellence. If it doesn't have to do with excellence, then it is not your brand. You may as well make a video, like I said, for Sally Smith. Right. Like it's not your people. So what do your people care about? They care about excellence. And excellence is benevolence. Uh, sorry, it's betterment, benevolence, and freedom. So it has to do with one of those three things. But that's not to say that you then can't like go and show a home because showing a home has to do with freedom because it's all about home ownership, right? You could also talk about, let's say, do do a video promoting the an, a, a charity that's happening. That's benevolence, right? Betterment, you can do a video recapping a book that you read. For example, I'm not sure exactly what that content is going to look like. I would start out something nice and easy. Like, for example, do once a week a video and then one week is going to be a betterment video. One week is going to be benevolence. One week is going to be freedom, for example. But now you've given yourself a strategy to your contents that you can go for a lot longer because, you know, you're not just shooting content and you, you know what you're doing. Right. Um. I'm going to take a breath there and, and before I get into the Facebook group, because this is a little bit more intricate, but how is this content strategy kind of looking and feeling for you? I, I mean, I like it. It's, it's always, it's one of those things where it, it, it fills you up. You're excited. I just want, I'm telling myself to keep this, stay consistent. You know, you know, we have yeah. these calls and just for the world out there, Oliver is always like this. He's always with this energy. He always brings you, you know, these are ideas that I'm talking about that I know are 100% effective. Like he'll tell you, you just got to work and do it. And that's when I'm being accountable for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like one of the biggest challenges that I have, it's actually funny you say that, one of the biggest challenges that I have in, let's say, promoting in a box or getting more clients is that at the end of the day, everybody wants a shortcut. And there isn't one. I would say that the only reason that anybody could possibly call something like in a box is a shortcut is basically because I'm going to save you a few years off of your time by telling you there's no shortcut. Let's just get to work. And let's just start working smarter. That's the shortcut. Yeah. But well, the shortcut is I would say what I had to learn, like you said, when you met me, I kind of had the, the business mind a little bit, but I had to kind of go through a bunch of mistakes and falls and pit. So if somebody first started out, you're saving them three, four years of mistakes to, to construct their business right in the first year. Yeah. So I will say it is, in, in a sense, when we think about it, that is a little bit of a short. It's not a shortcut to success. You just expedite it a little bit for them. You know, all they have to do is do what you're, what you're putting out there, and nine out of ten, they'll be successful. Yeah, but again, it's it's important to note, it's, it's, uh, and as you kind of mentioned, but it, it's not – easy it's simple but like for you we've like broken it down i mean somebody listening to this might be like oh yeah that makes so much sense it's so easy but i'm telling you if you're at home thinking like that's so easy let me totally do that like it's easy now for the maybe for the worst first week or two or three weeks or whatever and then it will get hard because you'll be like oh i just don't want to do it and then if you continue doing it and then you start to see results then it will become really easy again that's what scale looks like 
Like there's a threshold. So, okay. So that's good. So it seems like we're in a kind of a good place before we get into the final step of it, which is your Facebook group. Okay. Um, Again, I'm on the fence if I even want to talk about your Facebook group because I don't want to overload you with content. So let me ask you, do you feel like, so I don't overload you with, with like, let's say jobs to do. Do you feel right now like the social media content calendar that we kind of just created in theory that you're going to go off and you're going to really concretize and write down plus the YouTube strategy that we just spoke about that you're going to go ahead and create your own schedule. Do you feel like you have the bandwidth to discuss Facebook group or do you think that this is a good first step and you're going to, Let's just go. Yeah, I want to. The Facebook group is something that I would probably hold off on. I mean, yeah, I the YouTube stuff and the content we discuss is like it it has me really fueled up, and I really just want to put some 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 action to it immediately and get things going. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I think that this is a really good place to stop our con, uh, stop the uh, the podcast episode now. So um, thank you so much, Craig, for coming on the show. And anybody listening to this, like I mentioned, like I've said to Craig, and like I will say until the day that I die, um, the only like there is no shortcut to this. I guess like I just said, the shortcut I suppose is that I'm saving you a bunch of years of possibly look, looking for a shortcut and saying now there is no shortcut, guys. Just do good work, work smarter instead of harder. And if you do that for long enough, then you'll be successful as quickly as possible. That really is a shortcut. So, Craig, I do appreciate you coming on the show. If anybody listening to this, number one, wants to execute uh, and implement some of the strategies that we've spoken about, um, you can go to goinabox.com slash call, book a call with me, and we'll kind of discuss one-on-one how or if we can make this happen for you, what that would actually look like in your business. Um, Also, if you wanted to be a guest on the Real Marketer podcast um, and get an hour of coaching out of it as well, um, then definitely send me a DM. Just check out Oliver Bohr. Um, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. Um, And until next time, I'll see you soon. Thanks for having me, man.